Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with the Future. I am your host, Mad Dog Scipio, joined as I am each and every week by Firecracker Chapman. Amelia, the Firecracker Chapman. How you doing, Amelia? Good. How are you? I am uh, fair to middling. I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty good tonight. So pretty good. Good, good. But I look like 12 miles of bad road. <laughs> so, well... Uh, I saw you, uh, when did I see you last? Was uh, Thursday. Thursday night, yeah. Oh, well, what happened between Thursday and now? You got to fill me in. Just nothing but work, 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 and dealing with uh, co-workers. Look, it's, it's not always work, work, work. I'm sure you uh, went out, you, you went dancing, you went to the club, you got loaded. You and no. Jeff got drunk for the weekend. <laughs> you shacked nope. up in a cheap motel somewhere, right? No? No, no, just stayed home. Uh, and. Okay. Yep. Well, we have a young lady with us tonight, but she's a newbie to the show. Mm-hmm. Newbie to the show, as she is um, uh, Eva Ray Birch, and she was supposed to be a part of a panel on Ladies' Night Out, part mm-hmm. four. Problem, though, and we have to tell people that Princess Victoria, who has never missed, never missed a Ladies' Night Out, Missed the ladies' night out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She sure did. She certainly did. But uh, we want to extend our well wishes to Vicky. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not feeling well. Yeah. Uh, in her words, not doing well tonight. Mm-hmm. So get well, get yourself yes. better, and I will see you uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, eat some of that um, soup that you are making. Yeah, that soup. Yes, eat some soup, or I'm gonna come to Oklahoma and kick <laughs> your ass. But uh, we have um, we have uh, Eva Rage Birch tonight that by herself. Uh, we were supposed to have a young lady named Amy Wilson. Amy decided to take a powder. Also, she's a MIA. Mm-hmm. She's missing in action. So, Amy, you had an opportunity and you pooped on it, kid. <laughs> so there you go. So. Without further ado, Ladies' Night Out is now an evening with Eva. Welcome, Eva. Hi, welcome, guys. Beautiful. How you doing, kid? Good. How are you? I am absolutely amazing. Just look at me. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank you for taking time to speak with us tonight. Absolutely. I'm excited. Thank you, really, for being with us tonight. (laughs) You're the only one here. Uh, I said to Amelia, I said, you realize if uh, if Eva doesn't show up, it's going to be you and me. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm grateful to have you here. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. Um, one of the things that, that we do on the show is we feature a, a prominent female wrestlers, mm-hmm. uh, how they got started, uh, what made them your fans of wrestling. You have quite an extensive biography mm-hmm. that uh, that I will share as part of this uh, show tonight. But interestingly enough, that you weren't really a wrestling fan. You watched because your brothers watched. I, I did. Um, you know, I had six brothers growing up, and the two youngest were still at home when I was young, and they're about seven to nine years older than me, so there was no option of what I got to watch on the TV. We had one TV and it was on wrestling or it was on Mm -hmm. horror movies and I just got to sit and watch. So they basically (laughs) commandeered the TV. They did Uh in the mornings after school. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And you were the channel changer, huh? Pretty much. (laughs) No one needs a remote. Right? I'm guessing, though, that after a while, Eva, you... You started enjoying what you were seeing. What what was it that kind of like wrestling does it to all of us, Amelia? You know you're mm-hmm. you happen yes. to. Um, it mm-hmm. sucks us in. It's like a yes. like a virus that gets a hold of you. Mm-hmm. So what was it about you, Eva, that wrestling just kind of sucked you in? What was it? I you know honestly for me I've always been a large kid. Um, I right. grew up very heavy in school. I always got made fun of. So when I watched stuff like that, I was really interested in the athleticism yeah. um, of all the wrestlers and the kind of stuff that they could do, because I never thought I could do any of that myself. Right. And so that really drew me into a place where, you know, when you're a kid, you fantasize and you make up stories <laughs> in your head and 
We had a trampoline. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, I still do know. that. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, we had a trampoline and I'd go outside and try moves and between, you know, wrestling and the Power yeah. Rangers being big, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's where I spent my time. Power yeah. Rangers. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I was the total opposite in school. I was the skinny one trying to get the muscles and going to when it was PE time and it was like, oh, it's weightlifting time. I was like, yes, I was going to go in the weight room and try and lift weights during mm-hmm. the six weeks period. And and I was getting there and then it's like, OK, now it's going to be volleyball. I'm like, oh, man, you know, so I yeah. lost that time and I couldn't go to the weight room or anything like that because it was all boys. And I'm like, what am I going to do? There wasn't well, really a lot for some girls. That's an interesting there. point, Amelia. That's a really yeah. interesting point. Mm-hmm. There was a time that you never saw girls in you the weight didn't. room. Mm-hmm. Now there's more girls in the weight room mm-hmm. than guys. Yes. yes, there is. It's true. And then some of them are pretty buff, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. No. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, if you take the steroids away, I don't know how buff they are, but <laughs> they're, they're eating roids like candy, mm-hmm. for God's sake. Um, but you're doing the, the right thing. Eva. All you're natural. Going natural. Mm-hmm. All natural. So so you got this crazy family of six brothers and, um, you know, they, they hijacked the TV from you. So you're stuck <laughs> watching this this male soap opera called wrestling. <laughs> right. And yeah. so it, it kind of like you know, little by little, it starts to pick at you. And then, you know, like it does to all of us that. And like a virus, it consumes us, right? Mm-hmm. When did you realize that you had become a fan, not just somebody who is watching it, that you enjoyed what you were seeing? Well, I think, of, you know, what I saw mostly was through the 90s. So it was a big portion of the Attitude Era. Did um, you grow up in the Hulk Hogan generation or were you after that? I was more, um, really, I was more when Stone Cold was Stone Cold. Yes. Okay, Steve um, Austin. Okay, gotcha. And, you know, and I had, I went back into the 80s, into the 70s um, later, you know, mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. like a huge fan of Macho Man, um, yeah. you know, because the 80s is really where the the costumes and, you know, mm-hmm. the overselling gimmick stuff came out, and I loved it. Like, I absolutely loved it. But the 90s was just... The Attitude Era, which I grew up with, I was a big Stone Cold fan because that's what my brothers loved. And it was one of those things where, you know, my youngest brother was seven years older than me. So we could Mm -hmm. use it to talk and we could use it to get along and, you know, things like that. And, of course, at school, Stone Cold was the only thing everybody talked about. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, right. It it just it kind of draws you in. And I never was a big oh, I love, you know, feminine things and I want to go do this and I want to go that. Mm -hmm. I remember a time I maybe wanted to dance. You know, because I always yeah. saw pretty girls dancing. They're always thin. And I was like, well, you know, I'll never do that because I, I know how I'm built. I'll never be super right. skinny. But um, you'll kick their ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's funny that you say that you you, you grew up in that Austin generation and uh, mm-hmm. or the, the, what they call the attitude here. My very yeah. dear friend, Vince Russo is largely responsible for that. You know that, right? Right. I, you know, I've seen yeah. some stuff Vince here and there. a friend so. of mine. Been on the oh, show really? a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been That's on our incredible. show a couple times, too. Yeah, like yeah. Three, oh, wow. three times already. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Vince is a hell of a guy. And um, and I think very underappreciated as a writer mm-hmm. and, and creator. Uh, people like to take the, they like to shit on Vince, you know. But That's what happens, though, when people are jealous, you know. So he he succeeded and you didn't. Well, be happy for him, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot more people succeed if we supported each other instead of just exactly. About it. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it tells me on my screen over here that you fell in love with a lot of the wrestling from the eighties mm-hmm. uh, later because of the over the top storylines and costume. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go again, Vincenzo. Um, you made your own costumes. I found that fascinating. So what was it about? Like, were you just like one of those people like the dress up or were you part of that? Um, like, I don't know if, if they have it where you are, but there's up here. What's really big is called the Renaissance Fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, mm-hmm. you did that. Okay. Yeah, we have a, uh, well, down where I live, there's not any, but up in Kansas City, there's a big one every year. And 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where I cut my teeth with the Renaissance stuff and where I started really oh, wanting the okay. costume. Mm-hmm. And then I got into the cosplay convention stuff. And I mean, I've competed across the United States yeah. um, and won some awards. The last place I was at, I went to uh, New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Um, competed right. there in the crown championship cosplay and i mean Can i always you tell people even how how that works tell everybody even uh, how um how you're judged and how it works and uh, are there like categories how how does how does that whole cosplay thing work because i hear that word but you gotta <laughs> remember i'm an old fart so i don't really <laughs> understand this so well, t- tell me, how does that like what's the what's behind that? Well, it, it honestly depends on the convention. Every convention has a different rule set. Mm-hmm. Um, your bigger conventions, especially the ones that have the really big prizes, um, TwitchCon, the giant comic cons yeah. like San Diego, New York, mm-hmm. um, you know, they want they want you to come in with a costume that's almost an exact replica of the character you're trying oh, to portray. Wow. And so really? You know, that and, can and, get expensive, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yes. Really? Wow. You know, when you break it down, they'll they'll judge you your overall appearance. Right. Um, they'll judge the materials you used. I mean, and between first and second place in a particular category, like when I went to New York Comic Con, it was based off of um, like one category was comics, one category was movies, and then some of your other large cosplay only convention um, contests. Yeah. You'll have like armor versus fabric versus mm-hmm. like larger than wow. life stuff and holy shit oh, oh yeah. yeah and i mean they that's will, like a job <laughs> oh yeah they'll turn your costume upside down make sure you finished your edges they'll you really? know if, if you used foam to make your costume even though it looks like leather but somebody else actually worked with leather you yeah. know it, it's minute details between first and second place that's so. crazy amelia yes ask away well, just uh, just like she was talking about, just like on the Big Bang Theory, remember the TV <laughs> show? They were like to the T with their costumes up to the makeup and everything. I have something to talk about. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I was looking at that and, you know, just like the, you know, how they dressed up in the Comic-Con costumes and then they, uh, of course, got the car stolen. <laughs> remember that episode? Yeah. That was so funny. And they had to walk and they were like, Oh, we're you know next generation, and then like beam me up, Scotty, and they're like looking at each other, and I remember, and they were like, it was so funny. That, that's and, one of my be- favorite episodes. Yes. It's so relatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of my favorites, and then, and the, just like also like Grey's Anatomy, how they had the costumes, the doctors, right to the T, the hospital beds. I mean, they had to get everything perfect, just mm-hmm. like you said. And then also like Supernatural is one of my favorites too. Oh, I love Supernatural. Uh, that is, oh my goodness, it's like. Now that's a show that mm-hmm. I like. I <laughs> love Supernatural. I'm I a Dean girl. My <laughs> yes. favorite lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday nights was the best lineup in the world. I know Supernatural and the Ghost Whisperer. <laughs> oh, I love the Ghost Whisperer. That's another one of my favorites. Yes, that's me. Well, you I still I watch have... the reruns. Mm-hmm. Well, Amelia knows that I have a special appreciation for that because I'm a psychic. Mm-hmm. That's my yes. job. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like legit job. That's what I do. Yeah. And so, the Ghost Whisper is like yeah. one of like my kind of show. Oh yeah, and, and super, I still watch that. Anything that's like other outer worldly. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Count me in. Count oh, I'm still a, I'm still a Jared Padalecki fan. I still watch The Walker. <laughs> I, see, and I, I haven't seen much of it, but I've heard good things. Oh, you have so. to watch it. It's a great show. It's a great show. And his other co-star is going to be, actually, I think it's coming up soon. He's going to be directing one of the episodes. Oh, that'll be cool. Wow. Yes. It's going to be. Well, you're really up on this stuff, Amelia. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watch TV when I'm, that's what we do talk? on the weekends. Go, I'm going to go out and like, eat I'm going to go out for dinner. I'll, I'll be back. Oh, I'll be yeah, back right. in an hour. <laughs> so it's going to be funny, one of those, man. it's going to be one of those nice episodes where they're going to get together again. And I like to see that. Oh, I like yeah, to watch absolutely. the old episodes. And, and I heard also that they're going to be doing another show with as the parents mm-hmm. coming back again. And I thought, oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. And it's natural as a parent's. And it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, uh, I believe, Jensen and his wife. Yes, yes, so Jensen and his wife. So I Jared's involved in it right now. No, so. not yet, because he's doing uh, the Walker show right now. 
but I'm really excited about that. Anything with Jensen and Supernatural. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And then did you see the the thing on Facebook where they did the meme about if these two guys asked you to come in their car, would you? I said, heck yeah, I'll be the first one in the car. Let's go. That's the safest car. (laughs) Yes, I'll be the first one in. um, I want to, I know you two are having a little chit chat, but I'm going to show you a little something here. Uh huh. Um, Take a look at this. Okay. This is Eva Ray. See this? Yes. Better walk me through this, Eva. How does this beautiful beautiful. lady turn into a monstrous evil (laughs) woman? How do you do that? How do you transform this person into like a, a brute? Well, so like I said, I, I've always been big um, and I got into some plus size modeling uh, with the costuming oh, okay. and stuff like that. And right. so I actually sure. I know a few photographers, a few uh, makeup artists. And uh, this is one where I volunteered. She was trying to expand her portfolio. Um, Good for her. And, and I absolutely love photo shoots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's it's I like I'm big. So, you know, I always. I've always had self-esteem issues and stuff like that, but I absolutely love going and doing the photo shoots mm-hmm. and taking the Good pictures. For and you. So, um, mm-hmm. and that, that's kind of what this was. Like I grew up, you know, breaking cattle and showing oh, how to lead. And there she is flexing again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amelia, she must have 500 flex pictures. It's oh, I love true. it. But you know what? <laughs> and it and it's good though because then you can see your progress that way. Oh yes, absolutely. I, I do. I love looking back and looking at them. Yeah, and we're gonna. Here's your husband. <laughs> oh, look at Not that! Not only is Eva Ray pretty, but she's smart because she married the referee. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen. He's already told me he's never gonna let me win. I can't let him in my ring. <laughs> oh, really? Did you tell him that the word divorce is not always far away? <laughs> he says there's no divorce, only murder. So I'm like, okay. Oh, oh. you'll have to kill his ass. Okay, it's, it's who gets it first. There's <laughs> another. Now, Eva, what are we seeing here in this photo? And where, where is this photo taken? So this was at the uh, Hope Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. Um, wrestling for a cause out of Tulsa put on a seminar uh, with okay. Silas Young. Right. And so that was a few weekends ago. I got to go participate in that. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to have to work, so I signed up late. But mm-hmm. I tell you what, that was an amazing seminar. He was absolutely great. He divided us up with the ones still training and the ones who have had matches and I mean, right. just a just a whole world of information. Uh, now, how far into your training uh, are you right now? Uh, March twenty fourth will be a year. Oh wow! Really? So yep, I want people year. to hear what she just said. She's been in training a year. Mm-hmm. If any school says to you, and I'm serious when I say this, folks. Yes. If any school says to you, you'll be here for two or three months, and then you'll be out on the, on your own. We'll get you matches. We'll get you whatever the. If they say that to you, you come to me because I'm calling bullshit. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to have you ring ready in three to six months. It's a one at least, at least a one year process. Mm-hmm. And it's I like, take it from me, I know, because I was trained by the best. The late pretty boy Larry Sharp at the Monster Factory. That's where I cut my teeth, at the Monster Factory. Wow. And if you could make it through the Monster Factory, and Larry was one tough son of a bitch, but let me tell you something. He was a tough trainer. But if you got through that school, then you were good. That's a... people like... Stevie Richards, The Big Show. Um, God, who else? Uh, oh, my God. Who the hell else? Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, all these uh, legends. Legends in wrestling. There you go. One more for the road. One more for the road. <laughs> but this is good, though. This is beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. Beautiful stuff. That's... Uh, I put that little video together for Eva. 
do you have a copy that I send you a copy? Uh, not yet. You don't have a copy of that? I don't. Okay. Just, well, just I'm, going pictures. To, <laughs> I, I'm going to send you a copy of that video so you have it. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Um, it's a big yeah. file, so I'm, I'll have to send it to your email. Okay. And then, so, and I'll get that all later on. So, um, we're talking about a training as a female wrestler. Very different than a guy, because there's a different approach to handling women than you do with the guys. I think there's, in some ways, and, and I wish the God Princess Victoria were here, because she could tell you that they weren't easy on her. You know, they trained her like the boys. And in a lot of ways, that was maybe a better approach mm -hmm. because if you could take the bumps that the guys take and build up a tolerance for it, you became a really great worker like mm -hmm. like Princess Victoria, Velvet McIntyre, Fabulous Mula, Wendy Richter, Donna Christianello. Um, um, oh, my God. Uh, Penny Banner, June Byers, people like that. Um, legends were made cutting their teeth on hard rings mm -hmm. and training with the guys. But now it's um, at least from what I see in that photo, it doesn't seem to be. And again, Eva, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem to be playing favorites there. It looks like the girls and the guys are trained the same way. Am I am I right? So in my area right now, I'm, we've got one other female that's training. Um, she started a few months ago, you know, right. there, there's a significant height difference yeah. um, and we do get paired up sometimes because she is a lot smaller. But when I started here at mid States wrestling, that was one of the first things that my trainer, Jason Jones told me, he said, yeah. listen, I train you with the guys, like the guys, you do what they do. You know, um, if it's an issue, we'll talk about it. You right. know, and, and for me, like I was the only female here at the time. And I was grateful for that because I want to be able to do intergender matches without somebody questioning whether I can wrestle or not, you know, Whoa, and, I tell you what, boy, that, boy, did you open up a hot button? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh -huh. Man. Oh yeah. boy. Did you, holy crap. Yep. The, the Oh man. Where do I, yep. where do, how do I want to get there? Okay. Yep. The whole idea. I have a friend. Of, I had a friend of mine. May he rest in peace years ago. His name was Andy Kaufman. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Maybe not the Andy Kaufman that I'm thinking of. The, yes, that Andy Kaufman. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Andy Kaufman, you know, the television actor, comedian, mm -hmm. yeah. was also a, rest, a wrestling fan and wrestled women. Okay. Okay. Those women beat the shit out of him. <laughs> okay. That was just taking a drink there. Not out of him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people won't tell you. He liked it. <laughs> he liked it. It used to arouse him sexually to get beat up by women. Hey, Just, everybody it, has something. Yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> but the whole intergender thing, I got a real problem. Unless you're built like... Oh, God, who would I want to compare? China. Unless you're built like China mm -hmm. or Jackie mm -hmm. and or or Eva Ray Birch and you're like <laughs> jacked to the gills with muscles and shit. Mm -hmm. Unless you're a woman that's really like muscled up, then you're going to have a real problem wrestling like straight up shoot style wrestling mm -hmm. with a guy. Because guys are just built different. They're oh. you know, they're I built mean, a little harder. They're built a little, mm -hmm. um, a, a little bit more squared off. Where women have that little more curve to them. Mm -hmm. um, unless you're eating steroids like candy, and you look like uh, some of these bodybuilders that Eva knows, you know, and you walk around and go, "Hi, my name's Melissa." <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, um, I mean, absolutely. But, and, yeah, you know, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, you, oh, yeah. could, you could have a problem. I've never been a big fan of intergender matches. And, and there's a couple of exceptions. Mm -hmm. Unless the participants are really, really 
top notch at their game. I'll give you a perfect example. In fact, I want you to go on YouTube and look for it. It's Princess Victoria and Lanny Poffo versus Buddy Landell and Wendy Richter. Mm-hmm. Took place in Texas, mm-hmm. Amelia's hometown. Yes. Okay. Now, that was a hell of a match. But look who's look who's involved in that match. There are four uh, amazingly great wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You've got Lanny Poffo, leaping Lanny Poffo, Randy Savage's brother. You got Princess Victoria. Um, uh, got Wendy Richter, three-time ladies champion. The nature boy, Buddy Landell, two-time world champion, you know? You're talking about, like, championship quality material here. But the interesting thing is they all know how to work. Mm-hmm. Not all intergender matches work because they don't all know how to work. Mm-hmm. You understand? Absolutely. So I, I applaud you. Yes. For wanting to get involved in like some intergender stuff, but I will say this to you: make sure that it, for your own sake, make sure for your own sake and for your for your credibility and your reputation, don't get in there with people who have less experience than you. Get in there with people, in many ways or cases, that have more experience than you because they'll make you look good. Mm-hmm. Somebody who has less experience than you is going to make you look bad. So if you get a chance to do an intergender match, make sure it's with somebody that's been around for a little bit. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I've, I've watched some. I went out and I've watched them, especially on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me... Even, even apart from just, like, working with people that, you know, necessarily know what they're doing, it all comes down to that ring psychology. I mean, at the end mm-hmm. of the day is, you know, say a 150-pound woman really going to beat mm-hmm. a 350-pound man. Right. I love Eva you know? Ray Birch. Yes. You might be my new side chick. <laughs> I, she said the magic word. If you watch this show, if you – this show, we've been on the air for four years. I must have said the word psychology easily 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. I'm not even shitting. My favorite aspect of professional wrestling, and I want you, Eva, I promise you, watch this episode. It's called Storytelling and Ring Psychology. It was one of the best episodes we've ever done so far. This might be the second. Yeah. <laughs> this is psychology. <laughs> the art of storytelling. Eva is absolutely right. You're not going to have a 120 pound woman right. suplex or clothesline a no. 240 pound man. It ain't going to happen. I don't care how muscled up she is. It ain't going to happen. No. Okay. There's just physical symmetrical differences between male and female athletes. Are they both athletes? Yes, they're both athletes. Mm -hmm. Are they both skilled? Yes, they're both skilled. Because I'm talking to my critics out there. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I get it. I'm not a sexist. I get it, okay? (laughs) There's a difference. They're men and they're women. Here's the thing. Eva Ray is smart enough to know that there's a difference. The psychology is there. I'm proud that the psychology is there for you, young lady. Because whoever is training you is training you the right way. And tell them, I said, and I've been in this business for 45 years. Okay? Long time. I've been around for a long time in this business. And I I worked for everybody. Everybody. Including the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. That was my first job. That was a long time ago. And I was a young man. And even then, even more so than ring psychology and storytelling were the words of the day. You couldn't have a match without telling a story. There was a psychology behind it. 
and it's missing today. And I, please tell your trainer that I said, God bless you for <laughs> doing it right. Well, okay. Absolutely. Amelia, yes. take it away. <laughs> well, I mean, and, I, and wrestling stuff. Don't talk about cosplay. So <laughs> oh, hush. See how he interrupts me. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking about the training part, um, I saw that you were in an accident back in 2021. Mm-hmm. Has that hurt? Uh, you've been training a little bit, or have you having to work a little bit harder now? Because I was in an accident about three years ago, and I'm still barely trying getting back into the swing of things because the bruises that you had is exactly the same place I had my bruises mm-hmm. at because of the seat belt. And yeah. it hurts. I trust me. So it, my, uh, my first year of training has been kind of plagued by a few injuries. I partially tore my MCL in June. Mm-hmm. Um, and right about when it was almost healed up completely is when I got to the car accident. Yeah. Oh my um, God. And the thing with the car accident, I didn't, I didn't break anything. Thank um, goodness. But, where the seatbelt was, I've got some indentions in like my musculature that I'm trying to work over and those have gotten better, but it, um, dislocated my collarbone. Oh my God. Um, which is what was really painful. And I mean, even today I still have some issues with power as far as like, like benching, um, doing certain motions with my arm. And I've gotten to a point now with training that it's not so much mm-hmm. of an issue. Um, but it's kind of, it was a point where I would get to where it would be too painful. I'd have to step out for a few minutes. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm excessively stubborn. <laughs> my, Good. my husband will tell you. Yes. And Good. You like, need to be, especially in wrestling, yes. you need to be excessively yep. stubborn. Yep. And that's so, you know, I probably should have taken a couple months off, but I mean, as soon as I could get back in the ring and just do as much as I could, I would go until I. Let me know, tell you something. Yeah. Be thankful. And I'm being so serious right now. Be thankful. You did not take any time off because. Mm-hmm. You, you very well may not be sitting here right now. Mm-hmm. The fact that you stayed and pushed through it, toughed it through, like we like to say, that you worked through the pain. You're going to work injured. I'll just make no mistake yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. In wrestling, you're going to work injured. If you can learn to work injured, you're going to learn to work smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Steve Austin and The Undertaker are two examples of two of the most injury-prone guys in wrestling. And you may not believe it (laughs) because Steve Austin is built like a a piece of granite Mm -hmm. and The Undertaker is just a big monster of a guy. Like he's six foot ten. He's a big dude. But Mm -hmm. these two guys are are the most injury-prone wrestlers you'll ever see. Mm -hmm. Here's why they worked as long as they did, because they worked smart. They had to because they worked hurt, because mm-hmm. they had to. Yes. If you can't work hurt and you say to your promoter, I can't go in and ring tonight, guess what? I'm hurt. Yep. There's going to be 10 guys behind you that will. Mm-hmm. That will take your place, yes. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm having you to work on my legs did, lifting. did that to fix her shirt? You see that bicep pop out? <laughs> yeah. like, yep. That's the, the gun show. Eva Ray's gun uh, show. Right? <laughs> yeah, because I'm still having to work with my legs, yeah. lifting them up and everything, because I've lost mm. a lot of weight, too. And that's where I lost a lot of my feeling was in my legs because I got T-boned. So I'm having mm. to work with my legs, too. So it's hard. Well, it, but I'm yeah. still doing it every day. Every day, I'm still doing it. That's a good that point, power. Amelia. That, mm-hmm. Amelia, that's a really good point. Yeah. Eva, how has your uh how has your injury affected the um i don't want to say the way you train or the way you work out how has it affected the psychology of your training what are you doing differently now that you didn't do before well you know when i when i partially tore my mcl um (laughs) i did a simple thing it was in the ring and i had brought my foot down and i just I landed wrong with my foot and that was it, Um, you know, and it, it does a thing to you where you're in pain. You don't Mm want to be in pain. So it's like getting over that. It's like, if I get back in the ring, I'm going to be in more pain. What if I hurt myself again? You know, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, they didn't put me through PT. They just threw me in a knee brace and said, Hey, give it, you know, however long. So I did my own PT. I did my own research. Uh, I figured out, you know, what stretches I need to do. 
Because mm-hmm. um, I wanted to get back yourself, there. You became your own doctor? Yeah, yeah, her, much, her own like, EMT. Well, you are a stubborn <laughs> one, ain't yeah, I am. I wanted to get back yeah. in there. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing was, yeah, I started yeah. powerlifting right. um, because, you know, watching the wrestling world, the majority of your wrestlers didn't come into it as we just found this guy on the street. You know, yeah, they're yeah. an athlete of some kind. They, you know, CrossFit, amateur wrestling, collegiate mm-hmm. wrestling, um, you know, military. They're an athlete of some kind. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, I love lifting weights. I want to do this. Powerlifting's for me. Um, and my very first meet, I, you know, I deadlifted 300 pounds and I ended up pulling one of my pectoral muscles, mm-hmm. which right. limited some stuff. But I got back in the ring because I could still do. It was just a while before I could do my powerlifting yeah. stuff again. And you know, I'm, how I'm long so have you been powerlifting? Uh, since I started training the beginning of last January. Did anybody so. ever explain to you body mechanics and how to lift? They, I did. I found a uh, trainer who was already working with some females that were specifically powerlifting. Right. Um, mostly because in that aspect, I really wanted someone who understood the female body. And yeah. how it was different and how they, you know, women build muscles different and how the hormones yeah. affect the kind of muscle that you build and where you build it. I'll and tell you so, what, a lot of people don't understand. And I think you're maybe you're starting to understand um, men and women are built differently. But mm-hmm. women have and I really believe this. I really believe this with my heart. Women have a distinct advantage when it comes to legs. Mm hmm. Because women's women are built for childbearing, they have incredibly strong glutes and legs and uh, and uh, you know um, thighs and calves. Mm-hmm. You watch a woman, a woman athlete. Look at her thighs. Look at her calves. They're enormous because they're constantly in motion. That's where your strength is as a power lifter. It's mm-hmm. not in your back. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not in your arms. It's in your legs. You know? And I've well, seen your legs and you got some you got some strong <laughs> legs. Well, and you that's uh, use them. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> use them. Yeah. And, and stop pulling your you know, stop pulling your, your pecs and everything. <laughs> Work smart. Well, it, it's funny though, because when I first started powerlifting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, depending on the competitions, there's generally three core lifts. Right. There's the squats, the deadlifts, and then the yeah. bench. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've always had issues as far as, like, my knees, doing a lot of walking, growing up on the farm, pulling, pushing, you know, with animals, right. um, mm-hmm. having good knees. So I really didn't jump into the squats right away. I love bench, so I jumped in the bench. But I've never done deadlifting. And day one, we wanted to figure out, you know, what – what's my one rep max so i know what mm-hmm. to work for and what to work from day one right. i started deadlifts at 275 you know right. so those were that was my big lift um and that's and i know you know squats i know squats will be up there when i can finally get back to it but i was finally getting to squats and then of course i tore my mcl and then the car mm-hmm. accident and yeah <laughs> one thing to another <laughs> yeah there's always something is always going to happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To show you how to work different, yes, especially in the world in the the, the pseudo sport of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get in trouble for telling people that because it, it is it a sport? Well, it, not really, but it kind of is a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's very active. It's an um, good pro wrestling should look like an athletic competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. You should look like you're in a contest, even though we know now that you're working with the person, not against them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why it should. If you're good at what you do and if you're smart about how you work, it shouldn't look like you're trying. You know, and your training shouldn't kill you before your match. done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And a yeah. lot of people get hurt in training and they never have a match. Well, that's stupid. Learn how to work smart, not hard. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the difference. You know, just if you understand the difference between working smart and working hard, the psychology of that 
will save your career in a lot of cases. Um, let's talk about this crazy man that you married. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he's working as, as actually speak, by the way. He is inside the building right behind uh, Eva Ray or right next to her. Uh, training as a referee. Now, got to ask you a question. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. He, uh, your husband may not like me. So you started first and he followed you, right? I did, yes. Is that because he wanted to see what you were up to? Like, who, who are these guys that you're working with? I, see? I know it. I know it. You smiled. You gave well, it away. You gave it away. Okay. So well, let's talk about why did your husband get into the uh, into the wrestling business? So I, you know, I started seeing this uh, kind of a promo on Facebook for uh, a wrestling academy right. and looked into it, really wanted to go, really wanted to start wrestling. Um, and he's mm -hmm. always been a huge wrestling fan. Right. Um, well, you know, so we went to a local indie show so I could meet the trainer, talk to him. And my husband had absolutely no interest in actually training. Um, he okay. is not a people person. He <laughs> likes his, his alone time. And he's like, well, maybe I could train to be, you know, do the booking or, or do the backstage stuff. Really help put on a show as a part of being part of the show. Yeah. And so the very first one, I went down by myself. And my trainer said, hey, you know, since you're married, you know, or you have a significant other, we really would like them to come down so they could see that everything is proper. Everything's above board. We just want them to be comfortable with you being here with all the guys. I you know what, you know what? And I, I forgive me for interrupting. I hardly ever do it. Amelia, tell you. Hardly yeah, ever. right. He's lying to you. Um, Don't believe him. Eve is, she's <laughs> laughing at me like she's seen the show before. Okay. Um, here's I might have hinted her to watch it. The, the fact that they said that to you is amazing to me. I love that. I love the fact that they said that to you right out the gate. Because, you know, this is a business that will, mm -hmm. this business will kill a marriage. Mm -hmm. It has, I've seen it happen on a lot of occasions. Mm -hmm. It will kill a relationship. But the fact that they said to you right up, straight out the shoot bring your husband here let him see what's going on kudos to you guys man like whoever they are like send me their info because i'm going to give them a shout out on the show for real yeah they're uh i mean i mean they're absolutely spectacular it, his number one concern um my trainer obviously mm -hmm. is safety um and feeling right. safe in the environment that you're training in you know number one thing no drama you know, he Thank wants you. all his students. He, you know, he's talked about going to other schools before, and he's like, you get there, and that's all that's there is drama, drama, drama. It's like, you guys mm -hmm. are training. You need to help each other. You know, the veteran students help mm -hmm. the newer ones. Um, so my husband came down the next training session, and his whole goal was just to observe. And I told him, I was like, you're going to watch yeah. it one time, and you're going to want to get in the ring. And yeah. I'd already told my trainer, I was like, just I'll get him in the ring because I was like, it's you addictive. Know, it really is addictive, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, he's like, I don't want to be a wrestler. You know, I don't want to have all the attention on me. I was like, well, what about being a ref? And he's like, oh, I just don't know. So I packed him some shorts. He didn't know I packed him and I packed him <laughs> some athlete shoes. He didn't know. And I came in and I introduced, you know, him to the trainer and he got on his soapbox about how, well, you should get in there and try the ring and this and that. And he's like, well, I didn't bring anything. I was like, oh, but you did. Yeah, yeah surprise. So, <laughs> okay, your wife did. Yeah, and, th and that was it. Yep. The rest was history. And he's yep. and he's a yep. natural. I mean, your ass is booked, brother. Mm -hmm. Your wife took care of you. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's funny. It's absolutely funny that you say, and I don't mean funny, haha, -ha, ironic mm -hmm. funny. Amelia will tell you Thursday night, uh -huh. we did an entire show dedicated to referees. Yes. I swear to you, we did yeah, an entire did. show dedicated to referees. Mm -hmm. And for your husband to say, I just, I'm laughing this because it's fucking <laughs> hilarious. For your husband to say, I don't want the attention on me. Well, guess what? <laughs> well, what's your husband's name? I want to talk to him. <laughs> Chris. Chris. Chris, you're a schmuck. 
<laughs> if you're a referee, my brother, I love you, but all the attention is on you, and it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, part of the show. <laughs> you are part of the show. In fact, without yep. you, there ain't no show. Nope. Okay? Nope. So <laughs> yep. you might yep. want to rethink your position of not wanting to stand out in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Baby, you're going to stand out like a yeah. sore thumb. <laughs> Especially that, if you're reffing your wife's magic. <laughs> That's how I was, too. I didn't I want to be a... Th- I was just going to be a guest on the show. I, I I'm real camera shy. <laughs> and I was going to be one show. I'm real camera shy. And it was like, you know, like that. And I was like, well, here I am. <laughs> and he even said, he's like, uh, where's uh, Jeff? And I was like, he's over there. He goes, well, bring him on. I want to talk to him. So... He did the same thing. He introduced himself and everything, too. He says, I'm Angelo, you know, like that. So, so kudos to you, Angelo. Well, he introduced himself you, to Jeff. So <laughs> he says we're going to do shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays and, you know, you know, That's family it. time. and Absolutely. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Yeah. You know, I, I was uh, probably, I'm pro- Chris, you know what, Chris? I will talk to you again. <laughs> I'm probably a lot more like you than you realize. Yeah. Here's the I'm thing. I'm a loner too. So yeah, I know exactly like, how it feels. Like mm-hmm. Eva, I was one of those people, and I really was. I mm-hmm. was one of those people like, how do I get over this hump? This <laughs> uh this uh, self-esteem shit. Yeah. Well, there's two ways to do it. You can either crawl into the corner and stay there, uh. or you can <laughs> burst out of the corner and go. Ta-da! Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what I did. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> and that's what we all did because we're, yeah. first of all, we're show wolves. And here, look at me. <laughs> the whole world is looking at me right now. And they, most uh-huh. of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, at least there's several hundred thousand of them are anyway. Um, so don't get nervous. There's only probably about 300,000 people watching. Right <laughs> yeah, now. don't get too nervous. <laughs> yeah, don't get too nervous. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> um, so what is your ultimate goal? What, what is it that you, you see yourself doing um, in wrestling? Do you strictly want to wrestle? Uh, do you want to um, expand your career from wrestler to something else? What is it that you have in mind? Well, I mean, right now, I'm kind of taking it um, a step at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my big goal is to be a wrestler and really, um, you know, right. be known for that. I know that a lot of wrestlers, um, you know, tend to dabble into other things and become famous right. in other things, managers, you know, um, well, yeah. bookers, things sure. like that. Um, but, you know, really for me, it's it's all about that wrestling right now. It's like mm-hmm. I, you know, I help our promotion put on a lot of wrestling events. I go to other wrestling events and Every time I walk out of there after seeing guys wrestle, it doesn't matter if it's a good match, a bad match, a mediocre match. It's like, I want to be in there so bad, my chest hurts sometimes. And that's, that's you know, really what I, I want to do. I want to talk about that. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen you, uh, mostly on Facebook, um, posting uh, show posters yes. from your, uh, your local promotion there. Give mm-hmm. them a plug um, promote them a little bit on the show. Um, it looks like they do a really professional show. Oh, they absolutely do. I mean, um, the promoter uh, and trainer, Space Cowboy Jason Jones for Mid States Wrestling. Right. He, I mean, that it's it's his livelihood. I mean, and so, he is amazing and, and, at it. And not to interrupt you, but I want to make <laughs> sure I want to get this right. So Jason Jones is the. Uh, trainer that's training you at his school, and he also owns the promotion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he okay, does. So now, is the promotion like with? I'll give you a, an example. The Monster Factory, they did shows right from the Monster Factory, mm-hmm. the training center. Larry Sharp used to have matches at the training center. Is that what Jason does also? Does no. he have shows there? No, um, the training center is just a small training center with a couple rings. We have, um, like every other month we'll switch locations. We either have a show in Harrison, uh, which is where it's based out of in Arkansas, or we'll have a big show up at the uh, Relics Event Center in Springfield, which is where we were were this past Saturday. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now there's, 
Um, and the oh, and the name of the promotion. I wanted to tell you what's the name of the promotion. Uh, Mid States Wrestling. Mid States. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's um, MSW is their logo, right? Yes, sir. Because I see that. Or, or she, you know, uh, Eva posts this MSW. Like, what mm-hmm. is it? MSW. It's a. Uh, um, you know, and I didn't know what it was, but Mid States mm-hmm. Wrestling. So that organization is owned by Jason Jones. Mm-hmm. He's the trainer and promoter. Um, Amelia, mm-hmm. any questions? Uh, What's the phone number if anybody wants to get it involved or call to uh, and the phone number for them if they want to get involved to? Is there uh, is there a website that they have or a, a contact, contact information? Number? There is um, on Facebook. You can just go to Mid States Wrestling. Okay. And it goes straight to the website and it has the phone okay. number and everything you need to uh, get in touch with them. Perfect. Gotcha. Okay. Now, your husband is still inside. <laughs> he still wants your husband. What is his eventual goal uh, to go beyond referee or is uh, does he want to do something? In promotion, what, I think what, it, is the, what is Chris's uh, thoughts on where to go after ref training? You know, we've talked about it, and him, like when we first got married, the only reason he would go do certain things is because I dragged him out of the house. <laughs> um, and it's it's kind of the there same way with you know wrestling. We talked about, and I and I asked him all the time. I was like, now that you're in the ring. You're doing the ref thing, you yeah. know, you're already out in front of a crowd, you know, you're, you mm-hmm. love wrestling so much. Why not consider being a wrestler? He's like, I still just don't want the attention, like mm-hmm. the merch table, the gimmick stuff, being up there and interacting with the fans other than just being a ref, uh, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's, he's under that impression that if he does a really good job in a match, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. people will not notice him. They'll be paying attention to the wrestlers, um, you know, and he, he gets tons of compliments all the time and he does a great job, but we've talked about, I was, you know, he's like, well, well I might go to this show with so-and-so and then he doesn't yeah. want to go. I was like, well, what do you mm-hmm. want to do with it? And he said, well, you know, I started this because you're doing it. I thought it was something we could do together. And if you ever get signed to a big promotion, he's like, I figured I'd probably follow you and see if they need a rep. And I was like, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> and it, and it's, Mm-hmm. That he's not far off. Um, mm-hmm. He's not far off the mark, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, with most promotions, except WWE, and that company will deliberately try to break you up, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. just Vince McMahon gets off on that. <laughs> he, he, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. I noticed. I know this man. His mind is just warped like that. He's just a twisted old man. Um. But he's he just revels in pushing the woman to the hilt and then leaving her husband by the wayside. Perfect example. Mark Merrow and Sable. Mm-hmm. Perfect yes. classic example. Yes. Mark Merrow and Sable. Okay. She was like riding the crest of the wave, and people were going, Who are you? You know? Bad, bad situation that made worse. Well, so and the I thing think of- <laughs> if Chris is smart, um, the two of you will make a pact to work together, go together. You're a package deal. If mm-hmm. I get signed, he gets signed. Mm-hmm. If you're not signing him, you can't have me. Yes, exactly. That's the way to do it. You know. Absolutely. I told him it'd make me look better coming in with my own ref. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, well, I got news for you. That's what I, I'm not going to mention who they are. I'm not going to mention the, the couple's name, but there's a, a very prominent couple right now in AEW. Mm-hmm. That's how they came in. If you want yeah. me, you got to take my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't want her, then you don't want me. Yeah. Guess what? They took them both. Yeah. Yep. Tony Khan paid them both, too. Mm-hmm. So. Let's um let me get Eva's name back up here. Here you go. Hot damn Eva. <laughs> um so I guess the lesson is if you want to train, train hard, train yes. smart. Um if you have a goal, go for it. Don't let anything stop you. Eva, what other motivational 
tidbits can we give people? Um, uh, don't quit. Don't take no for an answer. What? A, tell everybody like what. Learn from Eva. She's here to educate you. Go ahead, kid. Tell them. Well, I'll you know, um, one of my favorite things, and I just saw this a couple weeks ago on TikTok. Um, you know, when you start going to the gym, when you start dieting, you're very discouraged right. because you don't see results every single day. Um, you know, and a lot of people tend to slip back into their old habits. They st- tend to say, why does it matter? Um, but the biggest thing is whether oh, or matters. not Right. And whether or not you're seeing results, as long as you get up and you do it every single day, you will eventually see results. I love that video that you, that, that keep that mirror. I love um, that video. Speaking of, uh, thank you, Eva. Great segue. Mm -hmm. Watching your diet. This episode Mm -hmm. is sponsored by Pepsi and fine (laughs) Pepsi product. Look up in our, our right hand logo, Pepsi. Proud sponsor of Wrestling with the mm-hmm. Future mm-hmm. and Pepsi yeah. Zero, my newest favorite. Tonight I'm going. Di- wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Here it is. <laughs> I have to hold the prop right. Right. <laughs> this is called market uh, marketing placement here. <laughs> I understand, like with Vanna White, though. Like a- there you go. <laughs> He's like this. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Eva. Uh, you know what? We almost didn't need anybody else tonight except Eva. <laughs> right? Uh, pretty, pretty good hour. You know, we've been talking for an hour already. Yeah. Oh goodness. So let yeah, but I, I want to show that video again. I want to show Eva's video. Yep. Because it was just so damn good. I want to show it. Oh, by the way, here you go. Check this out. It's a mixed tag team action. This event is for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. In the red corner, from Dallas, Texas, we have Wendy Richter. This is that And her partner from Los Angeles, California, nature boy, Buddy Landell. (laughs) And across the ring, from Victoria, Victoria, British Columbia, Princess Victoria. And our partner from Lexington, Kentucky, Leaping Lanny Poffo. A mixed tag team bout, Princess Victoria and Leaping Lanny Poffo. I the beginning I guess. Of it, you know? I wanted to at least show you the beginning of it. I was just, mm-hmm. I was looking forward to showing Vic, Vicky that, you know, Princess Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wanted her to see it, but damn, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But, so, but anyway. Yeah, there it is. I just want to see that's an idea um, for intergender. You have like four names, mm-hmm. you know, um, you never want to put like a name against the nobody because like, you know, they're going to get crushed um, once in a while. They'll flip the script and they'll have the underdog win, but it's very rare. But you got. Princess Victoria you know, and Lanny Poffo against Buddy Landell and Wendy Richter. That's a hell of a lineup, you know. That's a really great lineup. So, Eva Ray Birch, where can people find you on social media? Give your contact, give your social media, give your booking information, all that fun stuff. Uh, well, right now on Facebook, it's just me, Eva Ray Birch, um, until I start getting a gimmick off the ground. And then on, uh, I have a, I'm sorry. I, again, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I have a gimmick for you. I'm going to tell you when we get off the air. So don't go nowhere. Okay. Oh, I, uh, do, I got a, I got a, I'm, I'm not, I, oh, I'm just so excited. Go ahead. Yeah, I know he's good at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, on Instagram, it, I'm under, uh, TQ athletics right now. I kind of started that, uh, when I started the whole powerlifting thing, cause I wasn't sure where I wanted to go with my gimmick yet. Yeah. Um, and that just, that stood for trauma queen. Cause I was a paramedic getting into it. And mm-hmm. then I do have a TikTok that I've started to put some workout stuff up on, um, and going through my journey, especially with some of my, uh, uh, personal record stuff with powerlifting. Mm-hmm. And it's just called uh pumped up and proper. So those are, those are the three main places. I don't do a lot of Twitter, um, yet. Good. So yeah, I haven't gotten <laughs> into that yet, but I think of you as a power tower. <laughs> That's what I think of you as. I like it. 
I like it. See, I could think of it just like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I know that you were saying, you know, about the bullies when you were going to school, even mm -hmm. though, and I even had bullies too. And it's hard, you know, being with a bully and then, you know, getting older and everything. And it's like, you know, showing them like you're older. And I'm like, haha, see, look, I got back at you. But it's so different, you know, you being that kind of bully and then this kind of bully, you, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? It's, when you're skinny going to school and you're wanting to be tougher, but you know, you want to be stronger in case, and then your type of bully. And then I gained a lot of weight as I got older and trying to lose the weight. And then I have bullies at work. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You still have bullies no matter where you yeah. go. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. But that's why we train it's, hard and we yeah. train smart to get over. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't let people, especially if you have low self-esteem, yeah, you get into you get into wrestling to get over that. Yes, and, and I did. I wanted to do that, and I, I wanted to. Uh, oh, where did she go? Oh, where'd she go? Uh oh, I had oh, a point. Where, where'd she go? Uh oh, I don't oh, know. Eva. Uh oh, did we lose her? Wow, she just disappeared. Where the hell? Is she yeah. Going? Oh no. Oh my God! Did she have to go back into training? Oh man. Uh, I guess she had an oh, hour on her. Uh, you just scared the hell out of us. I was scared. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and, you scared us. Uh, oh, shit. Where'd she go? I'm freaking out. Like, what and, the hell uh, happened? And so now what I did. stealing my guest away from me. Damn. And so what I did is I decided to go back into the gym. And right. I wanted to get into kickboxing and things like that. So I could actually better myself for it. And Man, I'm going to start doing that again. When, yeah. When Eva got the, you know, yeah. taken and, away here. Yeah, it's um, not, I'm going to start doing that again to better myself let, and feel better for myself. We mm -hmm. don't let people, mm -hmm. we, we, we don't let people mm -hmm. bully us, especially yeah. when we have chosen yeah. to rise above that. No, but that's what I got from your Facebook. That's what I got from watching your Facebook. And yeah. thank you for that. I really, yeah. really want to thank you for that. You inspired me. Oh, you're welcome. That. Good for yes. you. Good yes. for you. I'm, thank you. I'm glad. I'm That's what I was trying to make my point across. And I was thinking about school and then your kind of bullies and my kind of bullies. And I thought, you know what? She inspired me. I am going to the gym. Oh, I just thought you were rambling. Oh, be, be quiet. <laughs> no, but I was she you know, does thinking. She once in a while. She goes on a tirade. And I just sit yeah. back and go, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I was trying. <laughs> but I was thinking about I'm different kind the of one on the tirade. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I wanted to me. say thank you for that. I really, really appreciate that. And I want to say thank you, Eva Ray Birch, for uh, for being my singular guest tonight. You made yes. it well worthwhile. Ladies' night ended up being an evening with Eva, and I like yes. it. Now, is it? Yes. I've been calling you Eva all night. Is it Eva or Eva? Eva. 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 I'll I like Eva lot, better. <laughs> Change your name to Eva. I like Eva better. No, it's Eva in Spanish. <laughs> there you go. Um, so listen, we um, we're going to go around the horn here. So we got Eva's uh, all her social. Amelia, where can people reach you? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook, it's Amelia Valerio Chapman. Uh, email is aachap70 at gmail.com. And here with you on Tuesday and Thursday night. All right. And as we go out, we will play uh, our 10 bell salute one more time for the passing of uh, the, the legendary bad guy, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. We also want to remember tonight um, someone a lot of you don't know or don't remember. Uh, he was a uh, three time guest on this show. Um, he was a friend of mine. His name is J.J. McIntyre. I'm sorry, J.J. McGuire. I was about to please. J.J. McIntyre is another friend, actually friend of mine. Um, J.J. McGuire is the guy who wrote all of those amazing WWE theme songs. J.J. passed yeah. away this week. Um, as I said, we were friends and had lost touch. And uh, J.J., I know that you're in, uh, in a good place now. Yeah. Um, I love you, brother, and, uh, and I'm sorry if I hurt you. So, um, tell my dad I said hi, okay? For Eva Ray Birch, for Amelia Mad Dog Chapman, <laughs> I'm gonna play a Mad Dog a Firecracker. 
Angelo DiCipio, Angelo DiCipio, saying goodbye, everybody. We'll take you out with Scott Hall. <laughs>